Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We are in the breakout room, in the breakout room. In the that was fun. I thought it went really well. It was very t- it's going to be a lot less editing, isn't it? It was quite tight. It was very tight. <laughs> That's what you always say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Is that it? We've started. Ooh, oh, we're in. Oh, goodness. Here we are. Welcome, everybody, to Women Talking Bollocks, the first live show we've ever done for the Leicester Comedy Festival. How are you, ladies? Fine. Long time no speak. Yeah, it's been minutes and I've missed you, Maureen. I've missed it. In between the minutes we've spoken, we have had WhatsApp contact. <laughs> beginning to feel like we're in a very codependent relationship right now. I get to tag in and tag out now and again. She wishes she could do that too, but never mind. She can't. No, I'm just in. I'm tits deep. I can't get out, even if I wanted to. That's not that much, to be honest. Move no, on. I've only got tiny tits. Um, so... <laughs> It's really lovely to be doing this show. Now, we are going to put this out as a podcast, I believe. So uh, for those of you, if you're listening to this on your podcast, we are recording via Zoom. Oh, haven't we all missed being on Zoom? I don't know how many. I don't think I'm on Zoom enough. I don't know about the rest of you. And I tell you what I love about Zoom is looking at my stupid head. Always being able to yeah. see what my stupid face is doing. But we're on Zoom for the Leicester Comedy Festival with the wonderful Alison June Smith and the indomitable Maureen Younger. <laughs> How about that? How That's about that? a word. What an yeah. intro. You're looking very glam, Jen. Listen, I've got a black vest under a blue top. 
What an error. I've only noticed it and I'm looking at Zoom. I should have worn something more flesh colored, shouldn't I? Because all you can do is see a very cheap vest under what is frankly not an inexpensive top. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. I bought this online. Obviously, we're all buying clothes online. I bought it and it arrived. And I was like, this is not me. This top's not me at all. And so I was thinking I ought to send it back. And then Chloe saw the top and she went, oh, why did you buy this? You, you never wear clothes like this. This doesn't suit you. And for that reason alone, <laughs> I've kept it. I was like, I'm not sending it back. I'm keeping it. This is my top. So I've kept it. It's sheer. I don't wear sheer things. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Well, there you see. That's not my vibe, <laughs> is it? Pretty. So... <laughs> It's a blouse. Basically, I bought myself a blouse. And I think that is, that's what happens when you hit 46. You buy blouses. There we yeah. go. Done it. It's game over for this leather. It's when you start buying dresses, Jen, you've got to worry. When hell freezes over. If you see me in a dress, you know, I've had, it's game over for me. I did wear a dress to Chloe's brother's wedding and I felt like I was in drag. <laughs> Can you imagine it? So how's your week been, ladies? Well, my week's been pretty darn exciting. I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a puppy. Oh, my God. I yeah. No, he's never mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a puppy and uh, he's grown up. He's getting big. He's becoming his own person. So I'm learning as a mom how to back off. But one exciting thing that did happen is we bought him an ostrich bone. OK, I say we. I did not. Uh, my boyfriend bought him an ostrich bone, which is bigger than him. And it's filled with honeycomb. And now whenever I turn around, the fucking thing is there. It is haunting me. <laughs> I get out of the shower. The ostrich bone is there because the puppy drags it around everywhere. So it's like whatever I do, the puppy takes it there. But then the puppy gets distracted and wanders off. And I turn around. Ostrich bone everywhere. <laughs> I mean, the last thing you want is a big bone behind you. I know that. As a gay woman, I know you don't want to turn around and find a bone behind you. Excuse me, I didn't invite that bone. Is it got actual honeycomb? What do you mean honeycomb inside? Yeah, they <laughs> drill a hole in it because it's a big bone. If you've ever seen an ostrich, I don't know if anyone's ever seen an ostrich. They are big birds and they drill a hole in the bone and they fill it with honeycomb. So when the dogs chew through the bone, they get that little treat. So it's like a massive crunchy in a bone. <laughs> That's exactly what is haunting my dreams right now. Yeah. Listen, I'm back in the room again. Before I was like, get the bone away from me. I'm like, it's full of crunchy. <laughs> might be ACDC for that. I tell you. <laughs> Maureen, let's go to you. What have you been doing this week? Well, last night I actually had a Zoom call with a woman I met 27 years ago in Tahiti. Okay. And we hadn't I wasn't spoken. expecting that. No, I wasn't. We hadn't spoken for 27 years. We met for like three days 27 years ago. And it's the first time we've ever talked to each other. 27 years okay huh. why how we kept in touch we always used to send each other christmas cards for 27 years and then she said why don't we just zoom we're like okay so we zoomed how was it yeah it was i mean i would have recognized her from adam but um same here but it was interesting because she could remember certain things you know my memory i could remember certain things i made her young people won't get this we had to go to a phone box there's no one car. watching this young maureen don't oh, that's true. <laughs> So I dragged in the middle of the night to make this international phone call because I wanted to stay with this American guy oh, yeah. in California. Looking for a honeycomb bone. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to look for long. And so I dragged her there. And I remember that. And we only met each other for three days and we're still in touch. Wow. Listen, Maureen, I love it. And this is the kind of surreal shit that's happening now, isn't it? This is a great thing about the fact... This is not great. I mean, there's nothing great about lockdown. But the fact that we are now connecting with people that ordinarily we would never have spoken to because why would you? And now... Now we get to speak to them on Zoom. 
on the flip side of that, there are all these people that you had an excuse not to see, and now you can't. Mm-hmm. There's only so many times you can say, so, oh, I'm washing my hair. My, uh, the internet's down. At some point, you just got to say to these people, I don't want to fucking talk to you. So, I don't know. Is that yeah. all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mind if we just never speak? It's been 27 years for a reason. So. You try to tell me and Alison something. <laughs> what have you been up to, Jen? What have I been up to? Well, I had a birthday, so oh. that meant I am now officially 46. Although I do that thing. I don't know if other people do that. Three months before my birthday, mentally, I'm already that age. So I yeah. abandoned 45 in October. Don't ask me why I do this. But I, <laughs> 45, I was like, oh, I'm 46 now. So I've been 46 for quite a while. So by the time we got to 46, I was like, well, I'm going to be 47 soon. So I need to backtrack a little bit so those gaps get a little bit closer. So 46, and I went, we're very on brand at the moment. Alison talking about her dog. And now, obviously, what am I going to talk about? What they're, either my children or swimming. So I did go for a dip on my birthday and it was minus two with a wind chill factor of minus eight. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't been in the water since because I still haven't warmed up. It was, I think I lost a nipple in the English channel. So yeah, in a way, did I enjoy it? No. Am I glad I went? No, but it was still, it's, it's an experience. And I think sometimes you wake up and you just feel like, isn't it great to be immersed in freezing cold water and get out and be freezing cold and then spend the next week freezing cold? Is this on? Hello? Um, Jen, I got to say, as a Canadian, I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. Look at you embracing the cold. Yeah. I mean, there are women in Scotland who are cutting through the ice to get into the water. Oh, I mean, that's something. I'm not there yet. I might never get there, but... That's basically all I've done with my week. So is that the end of the podcast? Okay, so there we go. See you swimming. Guys, I've got some interesting facts about Leicester. I did some research. I mean, research. I Googled, basically. Yeah, well, we're at the Leicester Festival. Let's do our Leicester facts. Well, did you know Leicester is home to the biggest crisp factory in the world? I'm in love with Leicester. What crisp factory is it? Walkers. Yes! (laughs) Why do you think Lineker's doing it? He's a Leicester (laughs) man doing Leicester crisps. It makes 7 million packets of crisps a day. How many? 7 million. I'm going to say something controversial here, Mm. but I love Walker's crisps. And I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like a kettle crisp. I don't want a hand-cooked crisp. I want (laughs) an old-school, ready-salted Walker's crisp. That's what I want. Oh, no, I don't have ready-salted. I was going to say, what's everyone's flavour? So you're ready-salted. My favourite flavour, which I think stopped in the 1970s, was baked beans. Baked bean flavour crisp. You couldn't get more British if you tried. Hey, that is... (laughs) A baked bean flavor. I bet you it was delicious. I bet you it was. That's not a good flavor. Baked bean flavor is cream. <laughs> it was I, a lovely I, flavor. No, it's not, Maureen. It's categorically not a good flavor. Categorically, you're crisp. wrong, Jen. It's not even a It's not baked bean flavor, is it? It's the tomato sauce around a baked bean. It's like tomato sauce <laughs> of the baked bean flavor crisp. Well, I mean, there was no baked beans involved probably in the making of the crisps, but it tasted like baked beans. No, it didn't. Baked bean flavoured crisps, categorically, are foul. Did you ever have them? Yes. I try all the crisps. Prawn cocktail crisps, what's the point oh, of no, they're horrible. No, no one likes those, do they? Why do no. they insist on making them? Yeah, I got to say shrimp chips, as we would say in Canada. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, all right, they are. They're pushing some flavours out here, <laughs> hey? All right. Honestly, I got a Canadian friend. Every time he sees a prawn sandwich in like a, one of the, he's like, I'm like, it is really good. He's like, all right, not so much. Alison, what's your favorite? Oh, I'm a classic girl. I love a salt and vinegar. 
The saltier and vinegary, the better. I love salt and vinegar. Oh, it's so good. I want it so I don't feel my tongue. That's I what want I'm it missing. to feel like it burns my tongue. You know, and it just at the end, you think, I might get an ulcer from that. That's what I want. Because I need to be punished. Otherwise, I won't stop. Like, that is the problem. Like, I needed crisp to stop me. Otherwise, I'm like, let's just keep going. Do you know what I want for my crisps? Scurvy. That's what I want from my crisps. <laughs> a mouthful of sores. And then I know I've enjoyed myself. Yeah. Local radio started in Leicester. Did you know that? No. BBC Radio Leicester was the first local radio station. Oh. I remember being on Radio Leicester with my mother. And you know when it goes red, the light goes red, that means we're on air. And she waited till the light went red to undo her Velcro jacket. So the first thing you heard was... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I just had some baked bean flavoured crisps. <laughs> I want to crack a window open. Thank you very much, Maureen. And it's actually a real shame that we can't physically be in Leicester when we booked ourselves in for this we deludedly thought that we would be at the Leicester Comedy Festival sadly not I think this will be the first time I haven't been at the festival since 2011 or something very much miss you Leicester but we're here in spirit and now I think it's time to go onto our first real section of the show it's a favorite of so many people not one of my favorites i'll be honest with you because i hear about these all the time time, (laughs) i'm usually there i'm usually with her so i don't need to hear about it it's time for you maureen to tell us about your moment. I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet, Maureen. <laughs> I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out of it, okay? <laughs> and it's Blendergate, which uh, Jen found hard to believe I could manage it. I don't know why. She's known me well. So I was making a vegetable soup, guys, vegetable soup. And I had to puree the soup. So I got the hand blender out and I had a blue lace dress and I put the blender against me while I picked up the soup from the hob, put the soup on the bit of, you know, not the hob bit, whatever it's called. And unfortunately, I switched the blender on before I moved it away from my dress, which was lace. And I got the blender caught in my dress and I couldn't get it out. Lauren sent me the photograph and said, I don't know how this has happened. (laughs) I have a blender attached to my dress (laughs) and I have to be honest with you I saw the photo I got the text and I didn't even raise an eyebrow I went she's blended herself okay fine (laughs) I when I phoned you up and you explained to me what happened even then I didn't understand how the hell you've done it it's really easy to do yeah I mean let's do a poll and see how many people have blended how many people have caught themselves in their hand blender please we'd love to hear from you you know it was a lace dress of course the blender got stuck in there didn't it it was just under the tit I mean it was unfortunate (laughs) even I was impressed by my stupidity at that point I was like I don't believe I've done that this is why you should never buy more in a vibrator She'll use it to make soup. Because <laughs> I think that's what you were making. If I stand corrected, were you trying to make a vegetable soup? I, I think you're like, the soup. yeah, you're like, this is what happens when I handle fucking vegetables. This is what happens when I try. Yeah, you were like, see, I was like, oh, I, I think it's quite it. understandable how I did it. But when I explained to Jen, Jen was like, that makes no sense at all. I'm like, it does make sense. No, it doesn't, Maureen. <laughs> but that doesn't mean to say that I don't like to hear about it. All I need to know, and I don't think I asked you, which was very inconsiderate of me as, as a friend, how is your dress? Is it ruined? No, no, no. I did get, I did manage to get the blades out of the dress. 
So that your lace dress isn't... Well, the lace has got holes anyways, doesn't it? So it doesn't really that matter that much if it's got another <laughs> hole. Yes, it matters, you weirdo. Of course it matters. <laughs> but you can't just say it all lace if it's got an extra couple of no, holes in it. Uh, my rule is, if I pretend not to notice, then it's not there. So like, you know, if I've got food down my dress or I've got... A I was just going to bring up food on your dress. The number of times you showed up and I'd be like, did you have a cheese toast before you came? But if I pretend I don't notice it, then I just don't think it's there. I love it. Makes life easier. Well, that means for you, certainly. <laughs> well, Maureen, thank you very much for another classic Be More Maureen. Now it's time for our favourite part of the show, Maureen, yours and mine favourite. It's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. I ain't using it. Oh, thank you for your excitement. Go to the gym. Get it together. Pay your taxes and stop eating crisps. That is going to be my Eurovision entry song, everyone. I hope you realize that is my goal. Hello, Eurovision. First time I saw it, I was like, this is like karaoke meets the Hunger Games. That's all I thought the first time I saw Eurovision. I was like, who's going to die? Anyway, okay, so... Ask Allison this week. This is a good one. This Ask Allison. And I think this is one that a lot of people can relate to. And to be honest with you, I relate to this one uh, because I am a people pleaser. And just recently, though, I think I did the reverse and I forced someone into something. So here we go, everyone. This is why I'm also really backing this one. How to say no more often. I think a lot of us have trouble saying no to things we don't want to do. So this is a big thing. Uh, Jen, you're very good at saying no. Um, not as good as Maureen. <laughs> Maureen is very good at saying no. I do get sucked in. It's quite easy to guilt me into doing something. And I'll do it resentfully. But Maureen, <laughs> good luck. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. do guilt. It's brilliant. No, 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 no. I would never play that card with you at all. I would never play cards with you, poker face. Here we go. Okay, so saying no. Uh, again, people pleaser, so I have struggled with this, right? I've always, just as a child, you know, people pleasing. So why is it important to say no? Let's address this real quick. It creates opportunity to say yes to what we do want. You know, you, you got to say no so you can open up so you can say yes to the things that you want. It is a test in the strengthening of your intuition or your gut. You know when someone asks you to do something and your immediate response is like, but you then say yes, you're not trusting your instincts, everyone. Instincts and guts are important in this day and age. Look, we're in a pando, everyone. I want you to tighten up. I want you to be honest with yourself. So listening to the instincts and your gut is very important. Let's see, every time you say yes to something you don't want to do, Hey, guys, you've just put some unnecessary stress on yourself. That is not needed. I'm telling you right now, you don't need that stress. Fuck that stress. You are responsible for creating your own boundaries. Trust me, if you don't do it, nobody else bloody well will. They'll walk all over you. So be sure to set your boundaries. And you know what? You are not responsible for anyone's reactions to you saying no. That is not your problem. That is theirs. So by all means, it is important for you to exercise that. Speaking of exercise, here's the thing. I have a little exercise to help you say no because often I babble on, but I feel there's no tools. There's no tools. How are you to incorporate this in your life? This is what I want you to do. The next time somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to, 
take a minute and I want you to ask yourself four simple questions. This will really help you analyze and think about why you need to not to. What needs do you forget when you say yes, but you want to say no? What needs are you abandoning of your own right now? Two, what do you fear will happen if you say no? What are you worried about? Three, how do you feel when you aren't loyal to yourself? How does that feel? You let yourself down. And four, what consequences do you experience when four is not really clear? I'm sorry, everyone. I did write four, but myself, I'm not. Three is good. Let's do those three. And I think you've all done a very good job. All right? Very good. How to say no. This is an important thing. So let's practice how to say no because British people, you're very polite. And I love that. As a Canadian, I'm part of the monarch. We like to say sorry. We want to be nice, right? So here are some ways to say no without telling people to go fuck themselves. Here we go. So no, now's not a good time as I'm in the middle of something, right? Buy yourself some time, right? Uh, Let me think about it first and I'll get back to you. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. How about this? Uh, I'm not the best person to help you on this. Why don't you ask X or try this? You're saying no, but still assisting. Eh? I can't commit to this. I have other priorities at this moment. And my favorite one, sadly, I have something else on right now. These are all very polite ways to say, please go away. Uh, And my last thing, so you never feel guilty about saying no, I just always want you to have this idea in your mind. Whenever you say yes to something, it means you're saying no to something else. So you know what? You never win. Say no to the things you don't want to do, everyone. Thank you very much. That's my advice. Very good advice. Um, I myself would find it difficult to use any of that when talking to my mother uh, well yeah none of it relates to mother stuff sorry guys yeah uh, because she's got you over a barrel and you're fucked if you do or if you don't you do it it's not good enough you don't do it why didn't you do it so Sonia's put in the chat Spanish people find it very easy to say no <laughs> if you're anything like my mum uh, yes uh, you're right <laughs> I think Maureen might be Spanish as well yeah I, I am very good at saying no you could be I mean I, I don't think Maureen has ever been in a situation where she's battered an eyelid when she's had to say no 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 she's very good well, she's very good she inspires <laughs> me that way I really like the way she can be done with something yeah <laughs> I felt it no I love you no but it. it's just that when people try and guilt trip you it's like good for you but I do think it is hard and also it is even harder now when it's really hard to find like I was saying earlier how do you find an excuse to go I don't really want to I think they know you're at home and so when you say do you know what I've got a lot on right now they're like you don't want to talk to me and in your head you're like <laughs> I don't want to talk to you <laughs> you see I would just say that I just said, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And maybe you are getting rid of a toxic person that you don't need to have in your life. Dare I say that? Yeah. For someone who's as confrontational as I am, I'm quite good at avoiding confrontation when it comes to anything vaguely emotional. Anything, anything that requires any sort of emotional interaction. I'm like, let's just swerve that altogether. Anyway, Alison, that was brilliant advice. Thank you very much. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is the show called? Oh, yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks, yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? <laughs> Let's move swiftly on to what we've been watching or reading or listening to. Yep. Using our faces and our ears and our minds this week. I've been watching Blake Seven. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Blake Seven, the children's <laughs> programme from the 1970s. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, production values are pretty low, even by BBC standards. Low, they were low then. Yeah, they're low, they're low. You've got to ignore that The fact. set moves. But also, it's <laughs> quite dark. I didn't remember this, but the Federation, Blake is the hero, they set him up by making out he's a paedophile. This is on a children's programme, and it gets referred to quite a bit in the first couple of episodes. I do not remember that. I remember he dies at the end. Yeah, he insisted on that, the guy who, who played him. Oh, Helen Jones goes, is there a lesbian who doesn't look back and realise they fancy her serverland? Did you fancy her? Even as a child, I was like, lesbian? In my head. And I didn't even know what a lesbian was. <laughs> I was very young. Did I fancy her? Prob I mean, I was very intrigued by her. There was probably a, there might have been a tickle down there. I don't remember. It was such a long time ago. <laughs> such a long time ago. I, I can't remember a tickle from last week, let alone that far back. So. And I'll tell you who else I had a bit of a soft spot for. Stephanie Powers in Heart to Heart. Oh, oh you didn't watch Heart to Heart. <laughs> of course I did. Wherever they went, there was moida. <laughs> Something like that. Basically, this episode is just about, not only is it about three women talking bollocks, it's very much three middle-aged women talking bollocks, isn't it? Because all of the references, anyone below the age of 35 will be like, well, this show's not for me. And you're probably right. <laughs> I have been watching, or rather I was watching, I finished it now, Ted Lasso, which you can get on Ooh. Apple television. It's a sitcom starring and created by Bill Lawrence and 
Jason Sudeikis. And and also it's got my dear friend Brett Goldstein in it. He's also one of the writers. He plays Roy in it and he's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. I just love it. It's so... It's the opposite of Marcello and it's a sin. That's what I'm going to say to you. Okay, so it's really... At the end of every episode, you just feel good. You feel good about life. You didn't... It's it's the show you don't know you need until you start watching it. And honestly, I got to the end of the season and I was was almost like, I wish I'd... Why isn't there another? I miss Ted Lasso. It's brilliant. I I can highly recommend it. It's really funny. It's really heartwarming. Loads of great British comedy talent in there it's packed full of British even though it's an American uh, show because it's about an American football player who comes over to manage a an English football team so a lot of the actors in it are British it's brilliant and it's really funny and that is my recommendation I literally subscribed to Apple (laughs) so I could watch it and I thought to myself I won't I'll just after once I've finished watching it, I'll, <laughs> I'll chuck that subscription in the... Tw- anyway, just got a reminder that another six quid has gone out of my account. So yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't do that plan, everyone. It never works. <laughs> Alison, what about... Let's talk about horror movies. So, everyone, with Valentine's Day, I thought I would choose something that is a little bit of a love story. Now, go with me on this. My horror movie recommendation this week is a lovely little film called 30 Days of Night which, yes, also feels like our life in the month of January, everyone, which is why I wanted to bring it up so you remember that your lives are better than you think they are. After you watch this, you're going to be so grateful that you do not have crazy vampires chasing you. It's all okay, everyone. It is about an Alaskan town that, of course, is in their 30 days where they are in complete black. There is no daylight at all. Vampires set upon the town, and I got to tell you, They are some of the scariest vampires that I've ever seen in a horror movie. So this is not one of the ones that I recommend to be like, come on, everyone, give it a gentle try. If you want to see some scary vampires, this is the movie for you. Why I say it's a love story is because the couple, they were on a rocky road. She was going to leave the small town. Vampires show up. They fight them together. Bam! They reunite their love. So all I'm saying is, everyone, those of you who are stuck at home... Just pray for some vampires. And you know what? Your relationship will be fine. Oh, my God. It's got Josh Hartnett in it. Yeah, Josh Hartnett. And Melissa George from Home and Away. It's a good one, everyone. I'm telling you. You want some jumps? It's It's a good one. 30 Days of Night. Highly recommend it. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. I got to tell you, for some jumps, this is the one for you. This is the one. Uh, yeah. Kat Griffith says it's amazing. And David said he's seen it at the cinema. I don't know if that, but is, is that, did you like it, David? I don't know. And uh, David also said, wasn't there an iffy sequel? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I watched it, but I, that's why I'm going with the first one, because I think the first one, let's let's get people on board that way, David, and then we'll start pushing the crap. You know, we'll give them the goods and then we'll be like, now, watch Leprechaun 4 back in the hood. But we got to ease them into that, David. So we're going to pure scary right now. 
I thought this was going to be more of a love story thing. I don't know. You've got to watch the movie to see why I think it's such a love story. But if you say it's scary, I just, ugh, I don't know. Because there's been a few that I've gone, oh, I was really scared. And you're like, oh, it was so fun. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like literally like that, looking at it under a blanket. This is the funny bit where the guy's head comes off. (laughs) (laughs) Rips off the mask and it's, it's your mother, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you very much, Alison. Do you know what? It's one of those movies that, because you've said it is genuinely scary. Um, that I probably would watch, but the thing is, Chloe's really, really, really not into any horror at all. Like, yeah. not even slightly. I tried to get her to watch a TV show called Watchmen, <laughs> which is based on a comic book. I think it was a movie, and yeah. now it's been made into a TV series. And the TV series <laughs> is really weird. I mean, it's completely bonkers, and you have to watch every single episode, otherwise you won't know what's going on. And it's not even a horror film. And that, even Chloe's like, I hate all these sort of, sci-fi horror shit that you like and I was like it's not even a it's not even a horror it's not even sci-fi if anything it's you have to watch Blake 7 yes I'll I'll definitely let her know Maureen we have um, really one extreme to the other with Blake 7 to 30 days of night and that's why we're good for everyone because we got something for all y'all so uh you know yeah I'll just hang on I'll just get on the blow Chloe do download Blake 7 for tonight bye <laughs> the day you see me watching Blake Seven, Jesus Christ, no thanks. <laughs> and now it's going to be Maureen's cultural uh-huh. corner. I haven't started it. Maureen. Hello. I'm, I'm going to start that again. <laughs> we haven't got time to muck about because this is it's cultural corner time for heaven's sake. Yes. Yes. To go over to see Maureen Younger because she has a corner. It's very cultured, and I don't mean in a probiotic way, Maureen. <laughs> Get talking. <laughs> Tell us about it. Well, I've got a Leicester theme, so I've found some famous Leicester people, and we'll see how well we know. Richard Armitage, does that ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Very good actor. Very easy on the eye, Alison. He was in uh, The Stranger, which was on Netflix. And also, I first saw him as Lucas North in Spooks. And if you don't know what Spooks is, it's a very realistic portrayal of the British security services. <laughs> as in, it's not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not realistic at all. But he was, he was very good in that. And and he was also in North and South. It's oh, a, based I on remember that. He plays a very brooding hero in that, who in the end loves the woman. But in real life, obviously, if he was a brooding, he'd just be a dick. But, you know, in, in romantic drama, they're just really nice people. They've just got this brooding exterior. It, it's really <laughs> false advertising for women, isn't it? It's like, oh, definitely. hey, you know that guy that's behaving like a dick? He's not really a dick. Deep down, he's got a lot of Deep down, he loves you. No, deep he down, loves he doesn't. you. Just got to keep... <laughs> Keep on going. Following him around. No, he's just a dick. But, you know, it was a very good series because I was watching with a friend late at night. We thought, we'll just watch the one episode. And they ended up watching all four. So there you go. Um, Michael Kitchen. I don't know who Michael Kitchen is. Foswell. He's, he's like the thing he's in. He's most known for oh, now. Oh, yeah. Foswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a really yeah. good actor. Yeah. Um, let's see. Una Stubbs. Always in give us a clue with Lionel Blair. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paminda Nagar, who was in Bend It Like Beckham, which is a brilliant British movie, if you haven't seen it. Uh, I haven't read any any of her stuff, but Sue Townsend, who wrote the Adrian Mole books. They're good. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they're brilliant. They're, you could read them now and they're really enjoyable. They're really funny. And then I thought, you know, somebody that might be good for us, Gok Wan. Perhaps we could do a Gok Wan. Oh, um, hey. I've met Gok. 
And uh, yes, I've met Gok. He's a very good friend of a friend of mine. And that's the end of that anecdote. So that's <laughs> one of my anecdotes. <laughs> no, no, actually almost identical to Maureen's anecdote last week, wasn't it? It was just a little bit of information that ended abruptly. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, it's, this anecdote business isn't as easy as it looks. Hard. Very good, Maureen. That was quite a concise. Oh, lo- one oh, last no, one. More info. But I'm yeah. not a yeah. big fan of his, I have to say. Joe Orton, who's a playwright quite famous playwright from the 60s but I don't really like I think these plays are a bit dated I could tell even just by the way you said his name his name went down when you said his name what a life he was murdered by his lover wasn't he yeah <gasps> mm. yeah and he used to, they used to go on holidays little sex holidays to Morocco with Kenneth Williams no less wah, wah, wah. anyway it's good to keep it light Jen oh. okay so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> and now it's my favourite part of the show, if I can say. And I know, Maureen, your favourite part as well. Great. So Maureen <laughs> is in agreement. We are both very excited because, you know, I like to know, Jen, what the hell is getting your goat? What's been on your nerves lately? Well, Alison, what isn't getting? <laughs> you see my goat? I've had to stop looking at the news. Maureen's been telling me to do that for about nine months. And I've actually realised once I saw the polls and the uh, Tories are up six points, I had to throw my laptop what? out the window. It's not my laptop. I'm using it. possible. Let's not dwell on it. It's fine. I mean, that's just one of the many things that's gotten my goat. Um, listening to people that have no children that talk to me about screen time and children. <laughs> <laughs> They can fuck off now. Um, I just think screen time, I think parents should be wary of screen time. I think I'm going to get the screen and I'm going to smash it over your stupid face. I don't know how anyone can go through lockdown with children who aren't at school and avoid a screen. In fact, I don't I think anyone who is doing that is either their children are either locked in a shed or they're lying because there's no way to entertain these people. 24 7 so i'm all about screens in fact sometimes when there's no screen necessary i get one out because that's where i'm at in lockdown I, and also all of their schoolwork is in front of a screen so i you know i mean i agree screen time is bad but so that's what's got my goat this week is smug pricks giving me advice about my own children they can do one Smug, childless pricks at that too but yeah do you know what? actually that's annoying but Actually, even do you know what would annoy me even more is maybe if they have children, that would annoy me. Mm. And they're like, so our kids only do 20 minutes a day. Do you, do you let your child look at a screen? Oh, how awful for you. <laughs> Finley here has never seen a screen. He's, he's 16 months. Yeah, well, he's 16 months. That's why he's never looked at a fucking screen. I've seen goldfish have got more attention span than your kid. So, of course, I mean, I just don't want people to, I just don't want advice. Okay, so don't give it to me. This is why I call Maureen up for advice. Maureen never gives advice. She's very good at listening. Sometimes I think she's put the phone down and walked off and made herself a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, to be fair, sometimes she has. But Maureen's very good with advice because she doesn't give it. She listens and then she'll just sort of go, yeah, that is shit. And I, that's kind of what you want. To go, that's shit. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That must be shit. And you go, yeah, it is shit. And she'll go, yeah, shit. <laughs> Anyway, did I tell you about something I've been doing? You're like back into the room with 
so yeah that's what's got my goat and i suppose that is now the end of this podcast oh we should tell them we do have a new material we're going to start doing you guys can come see us march 1st is the first one so we're going to start working on stand up doing new material and we're going to invite two guests uh once a month to come with us this month we have angela barnes who is lovely and uh rachel fairburn who is fantastic so yeah we're all going to be working on new material so yeah go to the page and find out the details on on how to get those tickets guys so well, let's wrap this shit show up thank you so much to everybody this has been an absolute pleasure and a delight and uh we will say i think we're doing is it we going we're going bye thank you so bye. much you guys thank you for coming bye women talking bollocks thanks so much for listening please do continue to like and subscribe on our acast page wherever you get your podcasts if you enjoyed today's episode leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones particularly mine and we're also on patreon now so we're going to be sharing extra content and we'd love you to join us there join us <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.